You are listening to episode 610 of the High Score 510 podcast, our annual year in review episode. The good, the bad, and the WTF of 2021. We're joined by Woody of the Sports Wagon Podcast and Bald Head Logic Podcast and recording artist Mr. Sweet, whose album The Long Goodbye is out now on all platforms. Links for these projects will be in the description of the episode. So please go ahead and support our friends. And while you're at it, don't forget to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash highscore510. You are listening to Highscore510, where real talk is our vernacular. That sounds like what Aaron, Aaron likes to go into after he, uh, after he works out at Equinox. I'm going to the outside. Come on, man. Oh, wow. Aaron, really? Oh. You're the other black person besides Kanye, I, I have met that they actually let into an Equinox. That's cool. Well, well you know what? I didn't know that. I, I, I didn't I would, know that we were allowed. I, this is great. Or is this part of their diversity? I'll tell you what. Equinox double charged me this month, man. Got me feeling it, man. I, I got to call Wells Fargo in the morning. Saying, what is that, like 300 a month? Man, they went over. It's only, a, it's, it's like 170 a month. Oh, it's 170, they okay. They went over. I, and trust me, I get my money back in products. Right, 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 right. Man, nobody uses much lotion and towels I do. Let me tell you, uh, Greta Thunberg will have a heart attack. You see how many towels I use in that month. <laughs> I use on average between 12 and 16 towels every time I'm in there. 12 to 16 towels. I got a certain towel for wiping my ass. I got a certain towel for drying it. I, got, I mean, I'm using it all. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and Hipster Horcrux on the Twitter or Horcrux Hipster. You can also catch us on our Patreon at patreon.com backslash High Score 510. And we are here with. This is AG3, just coming at you fast, straight from the I 5. Why are interstates in Hawaii called interstates? <laughs> Just wonder, they don't cross any state lines. They, they connected boats, that's how. <laughs> okay. It's raining little white women. My prayers have been answered. And we are here with... Hello, everyone. This is your friendly trucker, Captain P-Funk, coming at you faster than the Lakers playbook. The most diabolical haters this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> and we are here with uh, one of our guests today. I'll go, Woody. Hello, everyone. It's your man, Uncle Dub, and I'm back on the High School 510 podcast. I'm glad to be here, and let's wrap this year up because it's time to get to the deuce deuce. <laughs> it's a double deuces for, for, for this uh, 2021, eh? <laughs> right, right. May I help you, sir? How much for order of ribs? Uh, two fifty. Two fifty. How many ribs do I get with that? Uh, about five. Five? So I guess that's about 50 cents a rib, huh? Yeah, about. Okay, let me get one. Right on. One order. One order ribs. No, 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 no. One rib. One rib. I sure am hungry. I love that movie. <laughs> oh, man, that movie just, that movie just gets better with age. There's things it that does. You, thought, you thought you got when you were 12, and then it's like, now I see this movie. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Movies. The way they talk about Abraham Lincoln in that movie. Abraham Lincoln was born in a log cabin in Illinois. This p- 
would I become the president of the United States? What's in office this white capitalist swine? Swine? Manipulated the freedom of the black man for his own political career. Freak brother! To another piece of poor white trash, shot him in the head. The end. Jesus. Come on, man. Oh, my God. They went in with guns and they came out with jobs. And they weren't angry anymore. That's the same way I feel over that movie Pluto Nash. <laughs> a lot of uh, good comedies. Uh, if you go back and watch them, they seem to all be funnier the fifth and sixth time you watch them. Yeah, kind of like Vampire in yeah. Brooklyn, Aaron. God, come on, man. <laughs> I said, good. Thank you for saying that. I was about to say, will I lose my black card if I say I never watched that movie? Nope. Oh, yes. Nope. You got to nope. watch Vampire Brooklyn. You know what you get? You get free lamination in your car for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm saying? I'm not doing it. Do I get another, is it like the Vax? Do I get another, like, you know, like six months or something? No, I'm not. Free, I feel free like lamination. coming to America was peak. I was not willing to allow Eddie Murphy to crash to the ground. See Vampire in Brooklyn. It's hilarious. It's got some good characters in it and a young Angela Bassett Ooh. oh it's a West Craven film too that's another thing people forget about right. you know it was a dark comedy though it wasn't a it wasn't right. a light comedy right. anyways uh, we are here with our other other guests what's up sweet NBA Mr. Sweet uh from Cage Against the Machine and as of December 4th the author of The Long Goodbye the first hip-hop album to raise awareness about Alzheimer's glad to be here thank you for having me you want to go embarrass yourself with this thing? Embarrass myself, baby. My family, my children, my mother can hold her head up in any neighborhood in this city where she walks down the block. See? In all the five boroughs, I'm known. Forget about it. <laughs> uh, that was, uh, what was that, Donnie Darko, Aaron? Johnny Darko? Uh, that, was, that was, come on, man. You're just going to make me forget what it was. It was, uh, damn it, what was it? Uh, Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco. Brasco, right from Mulberry Street. Forget about it. And my name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. How's it taste, motherfucker? Oh! Can you stop yelling at me, please? No, I can't stop yelling, because that's how I talk. You ain't never seen my movies. Juice, that was a good one. Deep Blue Sea, they ate me. A fucking shark ate me. <laughs> Well, uh, how's everybody doing today? How's everyone uh, Everyone having a nice holiday season? Yeah, yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, all right. Yeah. What, has it been cold out there, wet, cold out in Maryland? Yeah, um, it was actually uh, nice yesterday. I felt super humid yesterday. A little cooler today, got some rain, but yeah, not too bad. I mean, it's, you know, global warming's still a myth, according to most people, so there you go. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's... It is a myth, Woody. <laughs> Fake news. Damn, you ain't gonna take don't take my pickup truck away from me. Fake. <laughs> America. I like diesel. <laughs> and, cold, diesel truck. and coal. I like exhaust. <laughs> Man, me and Aaron was in LA and there was an old uh, one of those old vintage cars running, just sitting there idling in front of a restaurant, and we were standing there in line. And it was just getting hit with them old fumes, that old fume smell. And Aaron's like, ain't nothing better than that smell. I was like, it's a good smell, but that shit will wear on you. Listen, that's back when 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 men were men. Exactly. We were able to I, smell exhaust, go to work, come home, 
curse out a couple people, say a couple, you know, bigoted words every now and then, and just be a man. And possibly abuse your children and wife. And, right. But, right. It's very, exactly. either right. Abusing very, very uh, 007 Scottish, right? <laughs> or, you know? you, or you accidentally burn them with the Benson and Hedges. It's not, it's, I don't know <laughs> or, if it's abusive or, as an accident. Or it's not accidental. <laughs> Back when you or, could send your kids with a note to the gas station and come home with a pack of cigarettes. Those are good old days. Yeah, that car that car actually had a cigarette lighter in it. That's what that <laughs> <is>. <laughs> Where all your infants can sit in the front seat. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> seat belt, what's a seatbelt man that, that bench seating was a whole nother ball game that bench seat but man it don't say we can only sit three in here i can fit a whole row of babies in this bitch <laughs> people should be like, glad there were camera phones back then because this was before the seatbelt right can you imagine what a car accident looked like you would have a whole tiktok hashtag and just hey. watching people fly into the freeway air fell out of a car my dad Pinto, he grabbed me and my butt was skin in the ground my dad had me sit in the front seat, a bucket seat with me and my sister. And she was six years older than me, but for some reason he didn't yeah. trust her by the door. So I had to sit by the door. Yeah. And, and let me tell you, the whole back seat was empty. I don't know what the hell was going on that day. That's like entrusting the exit row of an airplane to a 12 year old. Come on, man. What are we doing? I mean, compared to everybody else scrapping on them airlines, I probably will trust it as a 12 year old. They ain't going to start choking Woody, the flight attendants. Woody, I used to sit, you know, the armrests and the bench seats. Yeah. I used to sit on that so I can see. <laughs> I thought that's what it was for. You used to yeah, I thought it was a seat. No. Yeah, I'll bring my mama in here right now. And she'll tell you, I should sit on that yeah, little arm You know what? So you know what? Yeah. What's the statute of limitations on calling CPS on your parents for just living very <laughs> foolishly? I think it can be reported anytime, any type of, any form of I'm child. Say, how old are your parents? Uh, 70s, 80s, 80s yeah, now. 80s, yeah, 80s. right. You know, it just, it don't get better, right? Yeah, Eric, yeah, I take care of my parents, and I'm like, how did you not? How did I not get kidnapped? <laughs> like, exactly. How did I not burn alive? Like, I just you're smart people, but you also like are just not dealing with reality. So, Wait, like, how did well, I? Not- I wasn't. I wasn't that we had to grow up a lot sooner. Like the word adolescent didn't exist until after the Industrial Revolution. Right. There was no such thing as adolescent. Once you turned twelve, you went to work. So, is it that we have lost that adultness within our kids or that maturity level? I remember standing home alone at eight. And I remember right. by the time I turned 10, mom was like, you, you got free range to the stove. And nowadays it's like, you know, was it Adam Walsh? I mean, I don't know. What was it? Hey, that's how to tell if someone's a millennial. Adam right. Walsh. Anybody remember Adam Walsh? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. you scared when it happened. That's how I, that's, it's, it's, a friend of mine made up a test to see if someone's Generation X or a millennial by Adam uh, Walsh. I had Polly Class was mine. You had Adam Walsh. See, I had, I had Adam Class. Walsh. See, yeah, that's yeah, the millennial they, right they, there. They said, beautiful white woman, young, beautiful white girl, kidnapped and murdered. Be scared. And so that was, that was it for me. But anyway, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Was your dad also lighting a cigarette while holding your ass from falling out the car? And he probably he probably had it in his mouth. Five. He probably had it in his mouth at least, at the very <laughs> least. Right, he had it in his mouth. Hanging <laughs> like this. You're talking. He had that Benson Hedges in his mouth. That Benson Hedges in his mouth. Back in his car, boy. What the hell wrong with you? Cigarette just flapping. Ain't move. Ain't move. Mm-hmm. As many as many as many chemicals was in that menthol cigarette that he smoked for all the years. A miracle. He made it to eighty. <laughs> you know why? Because that exhaust coated his lungs. <laughs> <laughs>
We got Woody of the Sports Wagon Podcast. And you have another project coming up, Bald Head Logic Podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, we just dropped it a few weeks ago. So it's me and my brother-in-law. So he's also, uh, he does the music for the Sports Wagon Podcast. So we started this project a while ago. Took us a while to get going, but we're up and running now. Check that out too, you know? So I got a couple projects going. So yeah. So he works in uh, computers and tech and music. Yeah, so he's uh, so his day job, he's in tech, but then he's always he's been producing music for years and years and years. He's really uh, embedded in the DC music scene, so he knows a lot of people. He's been on okay. several hip hop podcasts talking about DC music and also just hip hop in general. But he's a producer, he's worked with a lot of artists, he's DJed for D- uh, Dave Chappelle, so he's he's done a lot of stuff. So, yeah, all right, dope, dope. Yeah. All right, yeah. uh, two smart brothers over there. So, ch- tapping with the Ballhead Logic podcast, we're also here with Mr. Sweets. Of the I love how black, by the way, I love how black people do that. They add an S to everything. Mr. Sweet. It's Barnes and Noble. It's it's oh, once you're now officially a black uncle. I just it's did Barnes my... and Nobles, <laughs> it's IKEA's, it's Costco's, it's Mr. Sweets. I just did I, I just did a Darius Bell. It's funny. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we I'm, just I'm not did mad that. at it. It's recited. We got a, we got a friend we play a video game with. I'd be like, wait a minute, hold on. Does he not <laughs> like me anymore? No. <laughs> We just talked about this with the S's. And yeah, the S's, S's right? Like, yeah. You know, you know, black people really like something when they add S to it for no reason, right? <laughs> Welcome That's to the why family, never Spirits airline, right? You ever notice that? It's Southwest. Uh, you should go on Southwest website. And check for I haven't been on Spirits before. Spirits. Yeah. Spirits. You've heard someone say Spirits? Okay. Fair, fair, fair. You are from the Cage Against Mr. Sweet from the Cage Against the podcast, the uh, MMA yeah. podcast. Tell us a little about your podcast. I should be honest and say I paused the podcast for two years and probably bring it back next year. It just seemed weird to kind of like podcast about MMA when we didn't even know if MMA was going to continue. Because, you know, sports was crazy in 2020, right? Dana White and Disney fixed that. (laughs) Sure did. Dana and Endeavor, right? Which I am now a shareholder. There's two sides of my capitalist brain. Like, I own Marvel and I own UFC. And that's where I spend my money, right? Um, But yeah, uh, wow, what a year. So what we try to do at Cage is talk about not only... UFC and sports because you know you you you've all be outside of a bar and you hear somebody about to fight and they say something stupid like I train UFC bro and you're like it's not gonna go well but I think what's most important to us is um, using the techniques that are learned from martial arts to teach people of color specifically black people how to have a sense of wellness and health mm-hmm. and what's interesting about these martial arts is that they don't require a lot of money like football is an expensive sport you got to get a bunch of people outside. You're probably going to get CTE and you got to buy equipment, right? Martial arts is one of those things where you, gloves are cheap. You could go to Decathlon and get them for $10 and just start hitting pads in the project hallways and burn, burn some calories. And so what we were really interested in is trying to talk about these different conversations about MMA athletes, high level, but then also bring those conversations into people who don't have a lot of money and how they can look at their diet, how they can look at meditation, how they can look at stretching, how they can look at family and all these other great connections that come out of the martial arts community. So Cage started off as that, and then we spread off. We used to do a lot of Marvel shows just because there's so many UFC fighters in the Marvel content, and I'm a huge Marvel fan. And let's be honest, we don't watch these shit movies just because they're movies. We want to see a good fight scene. So we started talking about that and then we started reviewing albums. So it's all those things like martial arts, hip hop, Marvel, science fiction, economics. Mm. Dope, dope. Last thing before we move on is, uh, so you have an album coming out. Plug the album. What's the name of the album? And the album's called The Long Goodbye. It's in mm-hmm. my title. And the album is essentially a hip hop album. I, I ter- walked away from music in 2005 to take care of my father with Alzheimer's. 
when he passed, I wrote an album about him. And so the idea is that not only is it here to raise awareness about the disease, it's a diss record. It's me trying to cancel Alzheimer's. Hip hop is really good at ending things, right? Jay-Z can end jerseys, right? Can we end this disease? So it's also an instruction manual for people who are taking care of their family, especially their parents, and making sure that they have music that they can listen to when they're taking care of their parents. Because that's just not something we talk about in the culture. The album's a fundraiser. So for every dollar that somebody spends on the album, I give 90 cents to the Alzheimer's uh, Services of the East Bay, which is essentially a nonprofit daycare program where people who cannot afford somebody to watch their parents while they're at work, they can drop off their parents at ASAP, Mm -hmm. uh, Alzheimer's Services. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I just yeah. had a conversation with a friend about his grandma who's going through that early onset Alzheimer's. Right. Called me because right? I, I went through it with my auntie. Yeah. So. And it's just not something we talk about because we're terrified of when we have a special word, right? Oh, grandma's just seen out now. What does that mean, though? It's about sort of framing our mind around that. And also, there's some preventative stuff that we can do. So if you know your grandma or your aunt has it, there's things that you can do in your own life with what you eat and how you exercise that can greatly um, reduce your 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 risk of having it. Yeah, I, I like how you said like rap to change, you know, can end things like Jay-Z ended uh, jerseys and and drinking it. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the way I want to look at this. Now I'm conflicted. <laughs> There's a part of me with a black father and a white mother uh-huh. who really wants to fight five rounds with Drake. <laughs> There's a part of me that wants to destroy him. There's another part of me that's like, it was inevitable, so better than him. So rather than saying he ended masculinity, is it not that he made croissant rap far more accessible? You, you know... If you think about it, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he made it pop. Right? He made rap really pop. Not even pop. Right? He made croissant rap. Thank you. It was a lot croissant. softer than What pop? is a croissant? It's light. It's buttery. But it's it buttery flaky, wraps? <laughs> buttery, flaky wraps, right? Just My problem is he, he made it not just accessible. He made it the norm. It'll be fine if like, okay, you know, everybody, I'm Generation X, so I'm fine with yeah. everybody having their own thing, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, and so I'm totally fine with that, but it just, it made it to like where it took over, where it's like, oh man, like every time you turn on the radio or you're in a, like a, a spin class and it's like, oh my God, yeah. I went to it because it was spin hip hop and I'm just listening to Drake and Meg Thee Stallion. I can't tell what's, when one song ends and one song begins. Correct. It's sort of the nail in the coffin about credibility being a requirement. Like that's no longer it. He, he's like, look, it's all about the performance. If Kanye was wearing that backpack, taking shots from people for a while, right? Drake's yeah. like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not paying my dues on that way. No, Whoever, whoever's got the best performance. So I'm not a big Drake fan. I probably have listened to two of his records my entire life, but I hear where you're coming from that. I know, <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan, but I'm also like, mm, I'm trying to do better in 2022. Yeah, we hope so. Don't just make raps trying to create a new dance. You know, I I, I can't do buttery rap. I can't do pop rap. I can't do mumble rap. Although I do like Future for some reason. Mm. I'm going to tell you why you like Future. Because Future was a 16-year-old kid in the studio when Southern Plant Listic was recorded. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with Future. You don't know Future? Yeah, he's a member of the Dungeon Family. So if you just realize that Future is modern outcast right yeah yeah and to me you know his what? music I, I'm sounds not, a lot better I'm it's not his in, music me and Aaron yeah, i'm not into like stuff. all the mumble rap part of them but i don't have a problem with future it's like you said the drake and like future there's a space for future there's a space for people who like future but drake yeah. was kind of like how can i come in but disney five disney five the rap game i got re- ridiculed for not knowing any um 
young Jeezy songs, and I, for some reason, like like young Gucci Man and Future, I I know their song. I mean, that's not my style. The the club music is really not my style. I like would you know? To would you know Gucci before. Man if you saw him in person? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. Okay, now let me ask you a question: Have you ever seen Gucci Man and and Elmo from Sesame Street in the same room? Got have you ever seen have you ever seen Gucci Man and Issa Rae in the same room? Come on. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Come on. Nope. Nope. Uh, nope. And I've been in a room with Issa Rae. I've been in a room with Issa Rae, and I agree with you. Nope. I don't have answers, Aaron. I just have questions. Just be careful with this because you smoke too much, it's gonna have you all paranoid and shit. It takes a while to build up a tolerance like mine. What? Did you hear that? Another underrated movie. Another underrated I should just movie. tell you that that's my yeah. 80-something-year-old white mother's favorite movie. <laughs> of all time. It used to be the Blues Brothers, but uh-huh. then she saw that and she would just like would sit there and rewind the scene where he's driving with, with, with the white cup. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> she was like, yo, this movie, I just there's not much to talk about anymore. This is that's how I try to live my life. Like like undercover brother? Yeah. Undercover brother. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's crazy when you realize that the doctor from Undercover Brother is Uncle Ruckus. The real Santa Claus. Hey there, pretty little white chillin'. Now look at all them precious little vanilla colored faces. I heard this was the only guy they could find to do it. Now, I know y'all think old Santa Claus look a little bit darker than he used to, ho-ho. But see, that's just cause Santa Claus got a little bit of revitiligo. See, that's the opposite of what Michael Jackson got. Today, we're doing our 2021 end of year roundup. The good of 2021, the bad, and the WTF. It'll be kind of our popcorn segments, quick hitter style, where we're going to basically get a chance to pop in, give a take, lambaste, roast, talk about it. Um, And if we just have a real conversation about it, so be it. Let's get to the good. The good. First good of 2021, Taylor Swift has inspired other artists like Ashanti to re-record their albums and sell them on their own independent labels so they can control their music, own it, and distribute it on their own. What do you guys think about that? Well, can't she inspire some of the people to make some horrible albums to go ahead and just re-record and change the lyrics up? Uh, Shout out to Taylor Swift. She's starting a movement. That beautiful white woman has inspired other artists to step up and take control of their narrative and their story and their legacy to some degree and the money. It's the white leader we need. Beautiful white. <laughs> Does her writers get paid? Well, she wrote most of her music, at least she claims she did. So she might have some people. I remember her first album, uh, they were hyping her up because she wrote the whole thing and was only so old right. and yada, yada, yada. So she's basically able to now own her music instead of having sold the rights to her music for the stardom she got. There's certain rules, like, right? Like, it's for streaming. You can't repress CDs or album right. covers. It's for streaming. Well, yeah, it's really just re recording from the masters. 
Yeah, Universal has doubled the length of time during which contracts prohibit artists from re-recording material put out by the label. So there is something about them just being able to re-record it and put it out and distribute it whatever way. And I guess streaming is the is the main way uh, nowadays. So uh, shout out to uh, the player empowerment movement getting over to music with a beautiful wise savior like uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, Ashanti's coming out with a new album. Uh, she's re-recording right. hers. Irv Gotti was a little bit perturbed by it because he said he put a lot of effort into that album um, and into anything <laughs> she recorded. You know, I, I know he, Irv Gotti was he also, there. Yeah, he also put a lot of credit in that album. He don't want to get uh, X'd out on that. That's just a nice way of saying Ashanti didn't know how to record or sing. Right. Can we get him to help Ja Rule record his no, album? With, 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 do you with, really want that? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want him to record all where the was albums that with 50 Cent rapping, though. No, 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 no. Ja Rule just needs to sit this one out. Ja Rule needs to stop organizing festivals. And, and that's that's where he should be spending his time. <laughs> was that really organizing or disorganizing? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, uh, nobody's asking. Like, just like Dave was talking about, nobody cares if Ja Rule's opinion on, like, 9-11 and COVID. Like, nobody cares about Ja Rule. The words Ja Rule and festival should never coexist in a sentence. Ever. I was even I was even surprised they did a versus. Ja Rule gonna show up to the studio talking about Are we ready? I guess not. <laughs> I had his first record on vinyl, and then when I realized that nobody was gonna buy it as a collector, I gave up and just gave it away. Shout out to Ja Rule sponsorship. Come on our show. Uh, we'd love to talk to you about Firefest and uh, right. any new projects you got coming out. I heard that you're set just... the record straight about Firefest <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. I just tried to figure out in my mind, okay, what was it like a quintessential John Rule song I enjoyed? And I couldn't find one. I just feel like every time I think of John Rule, I feel, feel like I'm stuck in traffic. What would I do without you? He got that one song, uh, uh, Foolish, right? He had that one song with uh with J Lo. He had a song that was oh, on that song sucked. That was on Rush yeah, Hour. Right. It was like one of the main songs in Rush Hour with the uh, a oh uh, with, with, with was that Remy Ma? Who was that rapping on it? I don't know. Right. A what what? That was, no, yeah, was a that meal. One. That was a meal. That was a meal. Yeah, and she then, was oh, tight. And then he also got that one with my boy Bobby Brown. And I know you're Come getting on. bored, chilling with him. That song was tight without Ja Rule rapping on it. They just needed to let Bobby Brown just like. Just have Ja Rule come on there, mumble some weird shit for a little bit, and then get right back to Bobby Brown screaming. That was tight. So what you're saying is everything is better without Ja Rule. Is that what you're saying? Ja Rule is like the shaggy of hip-hop. Whoever's featured on the song is going to do a better job on the song than him. That's true. That's true. Shaggy. I basically paid for whoever sung the hooks, not you, Shaggy. Uh, That's a true story for being at a concert with Shaggy. Did I fall asleep? Was that when I was sleeping in the stands, Jared, when Shaggy was yeah, I think you was too, yeah, you was tired, high, and uh, and tired of Shaggy. I had some of that. Lethal that. combination. I had some of that. I had some of that, that uh, anti-gravity in that Yeah, some of that, some of that Shay Sharp. That's um, some of that NASA Challenger. I uh, went straight up and never came back down. Will Smith reclaimed his story this year in 2021. Oh it wasn't about his wife in August. Well, it was a little bit at times because she was still doing things, talk about things, and that's fine. But he got to reclaim part of his story and talk about rampant sexual behavior stemming from heartbreak that then led him to developing a gag reflex every time he orgasmed. 
See, did he just claim the story or did he keep the Are we still in the good? I never, I never. Are we still in the good? This is the good. That's not the good. I don't know if we've moved to New Year's resolutions, but I'm okay never understanding what goes on in the bedroom between Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. This is sweets. That's what I call regular sex. Right. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing about nobody's bedroom. It's, it's got to the point where that's the bad of 2021 or whatever year we in. I forget the damn years now. <laughs> I'm with Pedro. If I want to know what's going on in celebrity bedroom, I'll get it the old fashioned way through uh, climbing up a window. Yeah, through some tabloid guy being sleazy. <laughs> I don't need them to tell me and start making up lies and shit. I developed this thing where I, I farted out rainbows every time I orgasm. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. Any man telling me what he do when he orgasm is not a man in my books. <laughs> and then the next day, my penis shoots out oat milk. That's just like me telling y'all, you know, every time I orgasm, I cry. I want to go about it the old-fashioned way. And after that guy gets real old, like Chuck Berry, we see his nasty ass videos out. <laughs> That's what I want with my celebrity bedroom tape. It's just him pissing on a chick. Hey, so, hey, years later. So then I can avoid it if I want to, or I can laugh at it. He's trying so he, to get cred off of it. Here's a, here's a thought. I mean, Will, according to this article that I see, it's like he's having these issues where he he's going in these sex sex rampages to deal with his trauma so what so was jada playing whole tupac albums and getting his setting this man the fuck off what's happening here i think he had his uh he needed relief and there was no pill for heartbreak and uh i think we've all had heartbreak so his remedy was he said shopping and rap rampant sexual intercourse and at this time he was he was starting to hit his stride and peak and probably getting to ready to be Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So he was getting it left, right, and center. The other thing, too, is I'm sick of their, their red table bullshit, too. They can, they can take that oh red table God. and stick it somewhere. Man, they had Sandra Bullock on it the other day, talking oh, about God. she wished she could change her skin tone. I was like, man, what, what No, she don't. I, I was like, man, go talk to her Kardashian. You'll be able to change her right away. <laughs> Get it whatever color you want, whatever shade you want. Go talk to Kylie Jenner. You can match your kid's shade real fast. You talk to Chloe, you can look like a totally different person. She got the resources. She got Sammy Sosa number. She could go both ways. <laughs> right. Light and dark. Light and dark. Light and dark. It's like changing the contrast of a TV screen now. If she talks to Rachel, Rachel Dolezal, she can figure it out. Rachel Dolezal, <laughs> teacher, had her. <laughs> Rachel Dolezal was living the life. Tell Sandra Bullock, you can't even hold on to Harlem. Shout out to Will Smith. Instead of us looking at Will Smith and like, what is your woman talking about? She's spilling beans about things that are going on. You over here crying, looking, looking all mad. You turned into a meme while she was explaining on TV what she was talking about with August Alcina while you sitting there trying to be a supportive husband. Like, but people weren't getting your side of the story. But I see what you was doing. You was waiting for this memoir to come out. So shout out to Will Smith. Yeah, yeah he man. played the slow game, kind of like Jay-Z. He's like, I'm gonna get my book out. Don't worry, y'all gonna hear about my, well, my gag reflex. Apparently, since she brought up August Alsana, uh, Jada was playing the long game too. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, sweet. You, you, you got to get a magic moment. We're gonna christen you with a magic moment. What's his name? August who? Alsana. <laughs> this magic moment. That would that would mess me up too. And I actually have his albums. That was just crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I just like I'm sweet. I 
I, I'm gonna just be the old black uncle. I'm not gonna get your name right if I don't really, you know. No, if yeah. I like you, your name will be. Hey, he got, yeah, he I'll got put an S on the back song. of your name. I don't care. I don't care who you are. We never gonna meet. Okay. August. You ain't gonna. You're not gonna tweet me like get my name right. More bowl games have been canceled this year in 2021 due to COVID and injuries, uh, mainly because injuries and. Uh, the transfer window has changed so that players can then leave their schools or transfer to new schools. But also there's cases surging through many college campuses, um, many of whom uh, uh, are in bowl games this year. So more shitty bowl games have been canceled that we don't have to watch. <laughs> Virginia dropped out and uh, they didn't get a chance to play in the inaugural Wasabi Fenway Bowl. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Was that the real name of the bowl? Yes, wow. yes. No, no, no. Look, just just to give you some context here, I think this year is either the second or the third annual. Wait for it, Duke's Mayo Bowl. The trophy, the trophy actually has a jar of mayonnaise in it. Shit, you not. And how is that Duke's mayonnaise? I wouldn't know. I was asking you because they don't. I don't. Is that where they serve it mostly? No, nah, man, I don't eat that shit. Anyway, <laughs> we, we are a Hellman's house, sir. Isn't there a Tony the Tiger Bowl also? Yeah, yeah, there's the Sun Bowl. Let's look at um, some of these names Co of uh, you know what? I need games. I needed COVID to hit. I needed I needed the pandemic to hit like 17 years ago when they started creating all these stupid ass bowls like the Demo <laughs> Bowl and stuff like that. I was fine when all the most majority of the bowls were on New Year's Day and there wasn't many of them. I, I don't have a problem with it. My my issue is it used to be just Sun Bowl. Now it's the blah, 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 who's it what Sun Bowl. Yeah. I'm going, can, can we just cut the shit with that? The thing yeah. is, they're not even getting people to go to the bowls no more. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're empty. They're like yeah. dead empty. I've seen they, a couple games. I, it made me think it was 2020 how empty they were. They had to start paying the families to show up. <laughs> <laughs> we have the Cheez-It Bowl where, uh Clemson versus Iowa State. They had the Bahamas Bowl. Played in the Bahamas, man. I'm, yes, sir. I am feeling yeah. jealous of Middle Tennessee and Toledo, two schools in the butt fuck of nowhere. <laughs> well, they got to put those schools the there because the other schools complain. The, the, the power conferences complain that their families was cost them too much. You also had the Cure Bowl. That's a uh, that was good. I don't know if you're gonna find any cures in Orlando, Florida, but uh, devil never COVID. Did you already go by the Jimmy Kimball Bowl? <laughs> yes, the lost the LA Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. That I was, was amazing. Off of that. It was a, it was an Inglewood at SoFi. Yeah, it was yeah, Inglewood. So yeah. mm -hmm. Utah State and Oregon State. The Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Shout out to Sp Barstool Sports. <laughs> oh man, fuck those. That guys. was another crazy one. <laughs> that, that Barstool Sports. Fuck sport. those yeah. guys. It, it, there's, there's some good bowls out here. The famous Idaho potato, Myrtle Beach Bowl. There's no name places out here. New Orleans Bowl. So the famous potato Idaho Bowl at the end, the winner, the winning coach gets showered with a Gatorade bucket full of French fries. Oh, I saw that. That was actually kind of cool. That was kind of cool. I'm, I'm sure other than the grease stains on your on your nice polo shirt <laughs> as a coach, like you're like, yeah. I'm not soaking wet in wintertime. Shout out to uh, coronavirus for uh, helping uh, eliminate unnecessary yeah. bowl games. Are we still in this a good, still a good Yeah, yeah, we got to we we didn't have to watch the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Oh. That was the good. We got rid of one extra bowl. Like more college students don't have to potentially injure themselves and spend the rest of their year dealing with that injury before they go into next year and lose scholarships, you know, or lose draft stock. Yeah. 
I'll say they don't lose a scholarship for getting as, as as much as much as it disappoints me to some degree that Virginia did not go to that bowl. I'm going, why are we making new bowls? And the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, come on, man. We can do better than this. You see how many bowls on that list have died out already? How about the beef O'Brady's bowl? Hmm. Mm-hmm. This year, uh, the royal family was exposed for being racist. That's it. That's it. I mean, <laughs> they they fucking colonize half the damn world. How are you gonna talk wait, about wait a minute. Now, the royal family racist color me shot. Exactly, you know, I, dude. That was this year. I thought that was the last thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, let's get into the bad. The bad. Bishop Sycamore. A what would you call it? Um, a, 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 a Woody. Can you explain what is Bishop Sycamore? You're the voice of Bishop Sycamore, by the way, uh, Twitter <laughs> handle. So, so, so um, essentially what happened is there was a fake school named Bishop Sycamore that was created by this guy. He recruited all these kids from different schools to come play football there. And uh, the story came out because this one kid was, you know, he, he kind of was like, wait, this doesn't seem like a real school because – we're not in dorms. We're like sharing hotel rooms. No one went to class. All it was, they practice football. They go back to the hotel room. They were unsupervised. They played all these football games. And yeah, and eventually it came out and it was the wildest story on Twitter. And everyone's going, I have got to get a 30 for 30 from ESPN about this. It, yeah, that was completely nuts. They conned their way on to getting to ESPN versus the IMG Academy football game where they were promptly blown out by over 50 <laughs> points. Yeah, yeah. They, they they got the brakes beat off them by IMG. Hey, shout out to Bishop Sycamore uh, for allowing their students to also work at Target during the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's called work study, Jared. Jeez. <laughs> Here's the problem. You have ESPN profiteering off of high school sports or amateur sports. Why are we even showing these kids? Like, I understand why you want to show them. It's interesting, but there has to be a certain line on like what becomes entertainment and what is, you know, saying starting to use these kids and their likenesses. Now, you know, if you're going to pay them, I get it. It's 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 more fair that way. But there's some there's still a very tricky, tricky line and a very slippery slope here. And for them to have this scandal, I was like, this is what y'all deserve, because y'all motherfuckers aren't vetting people well nearly enough. And y'all motherfuckers are sitting here trying to like tout these high school players who some of them will never make it beyond, you know, saying a couple years of college football. But but you're making all this money off them and building into the mystique of high school football into college football. And these kids are just part of the, you know, just another cog in the system, just pushing this this big industry. I mean, ESPN kind of makes it uh, they put it under the, the ruse of. It's about recruiting because you know how they have the ESPN 300. So it's kind of their way of saying, oh, we're going to show you these really two good teams. Like you might get a, what's that school from Matter Day. You might get Matter Day versus IMG or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matter Day has like six guys who are in the ESPN 300. IMG has 10 guys. So basically it's the way of people getting to see outside of these school populations, they get to see, these players play, these teams play. Oh, this guy's going to Stanford. This guy's going to Ohio State. 
And I get it, but unless you're really, really, really into high school football, which there are some people who are, most people, you're going to watch your local team. You might watch the team your niece or your nephew goes to, but to watch IMG and Matter Day, you have to either have some some vested interest in it or you do recruiting. I mean, I wouldn't watch that. Uh, January 6th happened. (laughs) That was in 2021. That shit was fire, dog. Why is this that was on like the bad the, side? That's, that's the best shit I saw all year. Yeah, why is this on the bad side? That shit was the best shit. That shit was better than fucking any of these movies I saw recently. Better than The Matrix. Like, I watched that shit like 10 times this year. That resur- insurrection was fire, dog. It that was, shit was better than Coachella. It was like an episode of Mari. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to January 6th insurrection. There was a QAnon shaman. There was uh, people, you know what I'm saying, breaking in, stealing stuff, looking for congressmen and women and senators to hopefully um, have a stern talking to. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and a woman got shot and killed. Not enough people died that day. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I was interested to see the white cop talking about shooting people. I felt conflicted because I was like, is he right or is he wrong? I don't know. I was all about this. We need to stop police brutality until you started talking about shooting white supremacists. Black people all of a sudden was like, necessary forces. Absolutely. Like, we need safer (laughs) Like, I'm down with a little bit of this necessary force. Right. I did enjoy watching people get like the aftermath of it and watch people be surprised at like, oh, y'all met jail jail. Another negative that stemmed from that is that Donald Trump ruined uh social media for everybody it ruined it for you because you got you started getting kicked off as much yeah as were you banned you got banned off twitter too or? they banned me because i made good jokes and apparently donald donald trump can cause an insurrection get away with it not be There's banned no proof. I he didn't say anything to cause that insurrection he caused it with all his, all of a sudden I mean, he's been spreading too much disinformation. It led to people all of a sudden raiding the Capitol when they knew it was going to happen days in advance. And they knew blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Whatever, right? Yeah. All his tweets, you know, saying and imploring his patriots to do something about it. All that shit. That's incendiary. That shit was not First Amendment protected, but they don't want to get into that. He done ruined it. He done gone so far off the off the rails that now I can't make good jokes about Shaq's hairline. I can't post videos uh, on TikTok without getting shit taken down. You know what I'm saying? And then banned. Man, fuck TikTok. TikTok ain't shit. Okay, y'all gonna ban me? I don't need your goddamn app on my phone anymore because your shit ain't shit. Also, Twitter, you ain't shit either. You dude that's a hipster with a beard that owns the whole thing, whatever his name is, that guy, fuck you too. All you motherfuckers doing, the only thing that's cool with me is Instagram right now. But all these other motherfuckers can eat a dick because all they do is try and censor people now to the point where you can't even say nothing as a person of color without them being like, well, that's re- that's that's reverse racism now, and you can't do that. I'm like, what? What? You just got to tag uh, the right people. You're tagging the wrong people. You got to tag the people who explain, who who have CNN badges so they can f- explain why reverse racism doesn't work. Jared don't watch do CNN. He got to watch CNN to know what that is. Right. Mm-hmm. Can't be sitting there watching watching hood, hood videos, hood Bible videos. Hood clips, right, right. <laughs> I mean, it, I, you know, I, Am I wrong for thinking that world's world series or uh, world star hip hop is the most reliable source of, of news? That's accurate. Okay. <laughs> hey, world star is unedited truth. Yeah. I get my news from 8chan. I think this is where we really need to figure out a way 
to have the government institute or hire this person as a U.S. ambassador, the shit would have been stopped in fucking 11 minutes if they got to the fucking Capitol and right when they got in, the first person that opened up the doors was Snoop Dogg. White people love Snoop Dogg. I swear, bro, like he needs a job with the government. He could stop a war. He could start a war. He could make people go and buy fucking brownies and cookies. He's he's amazing, man. And I don't think he gets enough credit. And I think the government should hire him for all conflict. Uh, Snoop Dogg for president. I've been trying to get rappers government jobs for years. If he just came out and was like, what's up, dog? It blew a big-ass joint in front of everybody. They would roar in, in rage and excitement. Everyone would start smoking. No one would go in. They would take pictures with Snoop Dogg for like an hour and a half. That nigga would be like, all right, I got to go, y'all. And everyone would follow him. That's it. 17 states passed 28 different laws, making it harder for constituents to vote in 2021 and beyond. Many people are calling it a Republican-led state legislature passed to restrict the voting rights of people. What do you guys think about that? That's fine. It's only five black people in South Dakota anyway. <laughs> you got to look into it, man. Most of them state ain't got nobody that's gonna go do it anyway there's a couple of big ones there georgia uh texas florida basically, uh, basically florida. they're trying to protect texas and georgia yeah, yeah so you start I, changing the rules you know you need you need your girl stacy abrams to go back in there and put in some hard work again shout out to stacy abrams and the nba players association for leading that charge we saw a movement of so much positivity and engagement for my marginalized communities voting or being perceived to voting in the 2020 elections, and then a very quick reaction to help quell that momentum. So hopefully we'll be able to uh, get Stacey Abrams out there. LeBron James hopefully is doing more uh, to make sure that we, you know, saying uh, get our voting rights and stuff. And like, I don't need LeBron out there getting voter rights. I need him out there trying to talk to Rob Palenka and get a better roster. This past year, another bad is DMX passed away. Um, mm -hmm. uh, passed so, away the same week as Prince Prince Char Harry Charles. Yeah, Philip Philip Charles Philip Philip whatever. There's a vegan. Puerto Give yourself vegan a magic moment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This magic moment. Puerto Rican. What? There's a vegan Puerto Rican burger spot at the bottom of Piedmont Ave in Oakland, and when you go in there on one side. They have a, a red, black, and green flag. And on the other side, they have a shrine to DMX. Malibu made, burgers. It's all plant-based burgers. So. Made me wish I hate I hate myself and hate eating good food. And I would go in there and eat a vegan burger. Right, right. You know how Charlton Heston said, rip it, rip that gun out of his cold, dead hands? You have to rip some meat out of my cold, dead hands before I become a vegan. You don't have to be a vegan to eat vegan stuff. My cold, dead hands, <laughs> Mr. Sweets. <laughs> This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go in there right after I stop by, I don't know, one of the burger spots from down the street. And I'm going to go in there and I'm going to put a burger in between whatever the fuck they yeah. put in between that. All that processed stuff. And then I'll eat it. Any memories of DMX? Lasting memories? I know we spoke on it in an episode, but, you know, DMX or anybody else that's passed away this year um, that, that oh, you hold near and oh. dear. So eighth grade, we took our like uh, we did like the Shakespeare trip up to Oregon, right? So we're in the Bay, and we take like this nine-hour drive up to Ashland, Oregon. 
for the Shakespeare Festival, right? And our eighth grade English teacher had, is Dark and Hell is Hot? My English teacher loved that record. And when I tell you that he played that record the whole drive back from Ashland, Oregon to, to, to Richmond, I'm telling you, we played that album nonstop on a loop. The thing my English teacher really loved, he really loved rappers saying nigga. Was he white were, or black? He was black. He loved that they were ch- trying to change the the meaning of it and really embraced it. So he's going up and down the aisles of this bus yelling, <laughs> where are my niggas at? And I tell you, these these white parents on this bus, <laughs> to the look on their faces, I will never forget that that eight, eight nine hour bus ride listening to DMX. So if nothing else, I love DMX for that, for giving me that moment. I said it before, all the movies he's in with Steven Seagal just, you know, cemented him as one of my greats. So shout out sponsorship. Can we play my favorite memory? My favorite was uh, uh, The Reading Rainbow. Do you guys ever see that? Uh-uh. He was he's on done. The Reading Rainbow? You never seen him sing the Reading Rainbow theme? No, no. Yes, I have. I've seen that. Yes, it's wild. <laughs> butterfly, butterfly in the sky. Come on! I can go twice as high. Let's get it on. Take a look. Nigga. In a book. My nigga. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> you think it's a game? I can go anywhere. Suck my dick. Friends to know. Come my on, nigga. Ways to grow. Nigga. Reading Rainbow. Here we go again. I can be anything. Same old shit. What? Take a look. Nigga. In a book. My nigga. Reading Rainbow. This is the shit I be talking about. Reading Rainbow. You think it's a game? You think it's a game? Again. But you really want. That's what you really want. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Talk is cheap, motherfucker! Changed my childhood right there. I know, we're not going to get any more of those. Like, we're not going to get any more DMXs or ODBs. We just, you know, like maybe Danny Brown is the last one, but we don't get any more. And now we stuck with Drake because... uh... (laughs) You you know, Aaron, I can... You and I are going to team up. We don't have to deal with Drake in the next five minutes. We, We can solve this. So now we're moving on to WTF. The W things that may say, what the fuck in 2021? And some could be bad, good, whatever. Just uh, vexing. So uh, lucky you, the- Brandon, because it took an hour and a half to get to this, to get to the other two sections. The WTF. Here we go. The Crate Challenge 2021 saw us explode with a new viral challenge. It was not the ice bucket challenge, not the um, Drake dancing on top of cars challenge, uh, none of that. It was the crate challenge where people voluntarily broke bones for $20. Compliments of clever news. The viral milk crate challenge is TikTok's latest trend, but as much as you think you may know how to conquer this dangerous feat, you may want to think again as it's caused more harm than good. Let's get into it. The popular saying goes, there's no crying over spilled milk, but within about 60 seconds of opening the TikTok app, you'll quickly find that there's actually a lot of crying over spilled milk crates happening. That's right, the newest viral challenge has taken the internet as well as hospitals by storm after many attempt to put their best forward only to end up with their worst injury lying dead ahead. The crate challenge 
the crate challenge happened. Um, so yeah. Oh, Snoop, what Snoop said. What did Snoop say? Don't. Uh, 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 them shoes is too big for this situation. <laughs> they too big. When you start to shake, you know it's gonna break. Oh! Yeah. So what did you guys think about the crate challenge this year? Were you inspired by it? Did anyone try it, or were y'all just fed up with humanity? The last one. The last one. <laughs> just in the regular sex, wanted me to turn off the internet. I, I, I just had enough. When yeah. that first yeah. happened, I just thought it was like. You know that show on Netflix, uh, Ultimate Beastmaster? I just thought that the new season, they didn't have the same budget because of COVID. So. <laughs> Damn. You know what? This is the problem. When you get when people got too much time on their hands, they've been cooped up too long, and they're like, man, American Ninja Warrior, man, let's, let's, let's not waste our time watching it. Let's do it ourselves. Right. Let's try our right. own shit. Well, the crazy thing is, like, the percentage of people successful crossing that would make you think, like, maybe I shouldn't do this. Because it wasn't like half the people made it across and half the people fell. It wasn't known <laughs> it was like, because people were successful with it. Yeah. Well, I think the thing is they picked the wrong people, right? Like, clearly, it was either the sister with the high heels who understands balance, but, but, but they clearly did not recruit from the best people suited to do this. If this had been... Your, your local crackhead is the only one allowed to enter. This would have been a far more competitive challenge. Well, this started out as a crackhead. Started? It started, yeah. I seen it where the first few I ever saw was they were paying crackheads to do some silly shit. Because and, they were doing, and they were doing well. And then yeah. normal people started and they started failing. You don't have crackhead balance. No, crackhead balance is some Crackheads know how to climb up windows, carry TVs. There's a lot of conditioning they do in the off season to be ready for and this was a missed opportunity. Like you saw, it was starting to get very popular with middle America. We could have been, you know, the same way people say they drive guns into our neighborhood. We could have been driving milk crates into other people's neighborhood. <laughs> well, in other WTF news, BLK, the black dating website, brought up a new remix to a classic we all might know about making sure you get your shots. Here it is. Been an online day chat, find a mate chat, open up BOK ass, okay, yeah, profile picture looking tight chat, nice chat, got your bio reading right chat, precise chat, but before you find a day chat, you gotta wait chat, gotta go back to nature, get it straight chat, girl, you look good, want your vax that thing, I'm using a handsome young brother, want your vax that thing, yo, they in real life, you need to vax that thing, yo, feeling freaky all night, you need to vax that thing, okay, this pause, they were getting it's not my show, no. Let's, let's pause this real quick, Jerry. Pause. I just want to say, I guarantee you, 92% of them people on that video are not vaccinated. <laughs> the vaccine remixes came out in 2021, and it had some people questioning, what was Juvenile thinking? I didn't even know this dating service exists, and, and do I have to sign up, or can I just grow through It might pages? be like Black Planet, Aaron. You might find some Asian women on there looking for you. I'm still a little triggered though, the juvenile. I forgot, I blocked this out of my brain and then you made me watch it again. I forgot that juvenile really just rhymed. He said, you a handsome young brother once you vax that ass up. Well, Mia X part is tight. Y'all hear her part? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty dope. Go, 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 uh, go get the shot. If you want to smash some dude named Scott. Go, 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 uh, go get the shot. <laughs> some dude named Scott. Good lord. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, I never heard that. <laughs> because I didn't make it that far in the video. 
I didn't. I didn't. This was all me. Oh, oh. if you oh. want to smash some dude named Scott, oh, oh, that's well. At least you can blame. That's what you have to blame, right? You're like, you know what? I was on the fence, and then I saw this video. It worked. I mean, Mia X convinced me. I wanted to go see Scott. The vaccine remix. So I was like, all right, that's uh, you know, kind of novelty, but being put on by a dating site. I appreciate the effort. Manny Fresh had a tight verse talking about herd immunity. Did you hear his line about herd immunity? Mm-hmm. Look, man. <laughs> look, anybody, anybody that can eloquently throw herd immunity into a rap like that, hey, man, you get kudos from me, for real. Do the thing. Internet date chat. I'm your mate chat. Download the app, shawty. You ain't got to wait chat. I love it when you hold me. Ain't playing emoji. You could be the young hot thing. I'll be the OG. <laughs> so why is the, the the nurse with the shot she's got the face mask because <laughs> she know ain't nobody on she knows the secret I feel hey, like I was a stronger better person before this happened <laughs> that was funny oh no I just I just realized like I understand that it wasn't juvenile or Manny Fresh's idea to do this like you would like you remember um when they had the riots and the mayor had to get T.I. and Big Mike or Killer Mike on the thing, they look like, oh, yeah, y'all should probably just go home. I feel like they just said, hey, man, you can make a lot of money right now on this on this, on this, this BLK app. No one knew it was buying Back the Ass Up. <laughs> or no one knew it was streaming that song. So I feel like they they were like, hey, how can we get the Black community in on this? This always has to be a song. Damn. I feel, like every, I feel like every white marketing executive is like, hey, yeah. how can we talk to black people? We need to rhyme. And my dumb ass, because of my job, my mind is sitting there like, I wonder if you could actually trace that. Like X amount of shots happened because of this video. Yeah, it amazes me that, like like Brandon said, we need, we need music and we need sports entertainment to get healthy. And then we also need irregular sex because there's also a lot of stripping in that. Yeah, yeah, definitely not realistic. It now, wasn't I'm, so. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of being a part of the black community after that video was released. <laughs> oh, that was the video that did it. Go to Jared's browser history. Come on. <laughs> you got the government scratching a check to some poor black people. They ain't really helping them. Mm-hmm. All, all they all they yeah. doing is scratch the check. The, the, the three dudes got the check on it. Uh, Manny Fresh, Juvenile, mm-hmm. and Mia got the check. And everybody else is getting a shot. And they're going right back to their poor life afterwards. Well, the big thing is, right, like Juvenile didn't get to talk. Like, you, you got you to wrap this whole thing. That was the main thing, right? Because I bet if, like, uh, Bono from U2, he didn't come out there singing no song about the Vax. Right? He, he gets to come out there and say, hey, guys, you guys need to get the shot. Uh, right. It's important as opposed to like needing to be in character the whole time. In other WTF this year, uh, Demi Lovato sings the ghost to help them get past their trauma. Jerry, <laughs> 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 what the hell are you looking at, man? What site are you on? <laughs> 
Is she oh, trying yeah. to do a remake to Ghost or something? Like, are no. they gonna bring Whoopi back? Uh, they should. That's a good movie. I watched it. Demi, Demi Moore, the young Demi Moore, the beautiful white woman with short hair and a mouth breather. She was hot. She uh, she has a ghost paranormal show, and they were in a, a, a old uh, asylum, I believe, or a hospital, and um, they had an interaction with the ghost. So then her her co-host thought that she should sing to it, and so she said, "When I'm feeling down." This is what I sing to myself. And so she sang to the ghosts and hoping to help mend trauma. It might have worked. Demi Lovato is one of those people is she she acts like the people she's around. Like when she first started out, she had all these black dudes writing her songs. She was cool as fuck. She was like, smoke weed. Let's, let's pop some pills. Let's, let's, let's sing the shit out of these songs. Now she's been in L.A. for a little too long. She's got a little she's got a little woo woo woke. <laughs> and now she's like, let me go start singing some ghosts. Yeah, after reading this shit, I wish they wouldn't have wasted that hurricane on her. <laughs> damn. She over here singing a goddamn ghost, man. I mean, you could have saved that shit for it. There's a homeless person that probably doing more. At least he's cleaning cans off the street or some shit. You know, I mean, they waste this shit on her. We, we, I just want to make sure Aaron gets credit for saying that and not Brandon. Who's... <laughs> I honestly would never say anything like that. Aaron will always say something like this, man. <laughs> Do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Yeah. So as we head into the Deuce Deuce, I just want to tell people that we are not going to get out of this pandemic until y'all actually do something. So if you don't want to get vaccinated, all right, fine. You got free will. Cover your fucking face. Stay away from people. Just try to do the right fucking thing. Because again, we're going to sit here and act like this thing isn't over. It's still going on. let's just get together people i would like to actually go back to a football game i actually like to go to a concert i would actually like to do some shit and not to worry about getting sick so do one the other both or shut the fuck up that's all i need you to do yeah that's a good one i think there's a lot of people who are who want it both ways and uh, i'm like that's just not how it works. America? Really? Uh, I want to vote yeah. Shocker. I, I want to drive without a seatbelt and no license or insurance. Right. <laughs> right. And why am I on the phone with no headset and no seatbelt? <laughs> Can you prove it? Do you know how many people get do you know how many people get hurt by seatbelts per year? Can you prove it? <laughs> seatbelts cause lung cancer. Right. 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 Because right. people used to smoke and not get sick. I used to, my dad was smoking the car. I never got second cancer. Right. Uh, second smoke right. before before we start putting on seatbelts. Right. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, <laughs> shit. I can't trust what's in that, you know, but hold on. My Coke dealer's outside. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mr. Sweet, do you have a uh, Cutty Corner shout out? Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to take a, le- a little bit more compassionate uh, add on to what Woody said here. Um, being somebody who, you know, has had allergic reactions to vaccines and it took me about two years to get on this this train um look 
people are trying their damn best, but you, you got to understand there's some things about this. You know, you want to get vaccinated. You don't want to get vaccinated. Just to accept the consequences of not getting vaccinated. Don't, don't rub that in other people's faces. Um, you, you got to wear a mask if you're going to go around with people. The, the one thing we just can't do is pretend that this is not a real virus. This is not a real disease. It's killing people. The, the Thanos snap was real. We lost a hundred or 800,000 people. We're going to lose more. Um, you know, again, so to keep an analogy, I don't think anybody on this podcast wants to get shot. That's why we're the first ones out of the party when somebody starts saying, man, get your hand out my pocket. So take the same kind of ownership of your life. There's other things that you avoid that are problematic. Just look at the person next to you and, and wonder, I guess one little thing of advice that I give to people is like, don't take advice from people who are not your day ones. Take advice from people who will actually come out the cuts to protect you. Um, yeah. And if that, you know, and I think a lot of us are sending information to each other through the internet and whatever. And it's like, you don't know these people. These are strangers. Think about the people who actually bust their ass and will lose some money messing with you because they want you to stay alive. If they are taking steps to protect themselves, you should be doing the same things. So that's that's my two cents. I ain't gonna lecture nobody. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make fun of people for not getting vaccinated or vaccinated. This is, it's a rough, rough road for a lot of Americans. So, but be, be safe, take care of each other. Yeah. Oh, and check out the album, The Long Goodbye. Yep. Long Goodbye, yeah. Long Goodbye. Yep. Sweet. Thank you. And if All you're right, on man. the fence about getting vaccinated, just watch that blk.com uh, right. dating site remix. <laughs> Vax that thing up. If you want to smash some dude named Scott, just right. take, take, take the shot. <laughs> take the shot. Or if you want to get some WAP, get the shot. Oh, <laughs> see, there we go. We should have we been ghostwriting.